if you are sometimes wondering, is my meal okay? Like I still, I'm still hungry two hours after. Am I eating enough protein? What else am I supposed to put in here? I'm not sure this is a balanced meal. This episode is for you. I'm going to give you loads of tips and tools on how to compose a meal that will actually nourish you and make you feel your best. Hey, hey, welcome back to my podcast. Isa Welly here. I hope that you are doing great. Um, I am currently sitting in my sofa, literally with a blanket, my mic on my hand, my laptop in front of me. I have a fungal sinusitis, which feels gross. I'm not going to lie to you. If you've been on my podcast for a while, you would know and have listened to some of my past episodes, especially the ones on my health journey. You'll know that I've struggled on and off with um, candida overgrowth in my gut, especially and funny enough, I haven't had any of these for the past couple of years. I was pregnant, then I was breastfeeding. And I really believe that when you are going through pregnancy, breastfeeding, your immune system is in higher alert. So it protects you from infections and things like that, because there are points where my diet was a little bit more relaxed in terms of sugar. I mean, my version of relaxed sugar is like once in a month but I just don't eat sugar um and I was fine but I have found that since I stopped breastfeeding I you know my hormones are all over the place it's just going to be a lot and that obviously with your hormones estrogen progesterone balance that affects your gut health candida feeds off estrogens and there's a lot more things as well that I did when I was pregnant or when I was um breastfeeding such as um, antibiotics for my teeth. I had a really bad teeth pain episode, tooth infection. So I feel like all of these things are catching up and my gut is like, oh, hey girl, <laughs> it's been two years where we've given you a break. <laughs> so, um, and also I've stopped taking um probiotics. I'm taking still a little bit, but not as much as I did during breastfeeding because I really wanted to optimize my gut health. And Let's be very real. I'm also a human. I'm exhausted. Like this beginning of the year has been really busy for me and I'm tired. And I think all of that together and candida in my body and me trying to like cleanse. I've studied this liver detox. Everything just came up and I just had this sinusitis. It's really hard to say sinusitis in English because in French it's sinusitis. And I keep wanting to say sinusitis. And I'm like, no, you're speaking English right now. So, um... Yeah, this sinusitis is not fun. I really struggled the past few days. I'm a little bit better today, but I still sound probably like, you know, a bit congested, but I'm, I'm much better. I actually just got a delivery from natural dispensary. That's where I get my supplements from. And if you ever worked with me one-on-one, you'll know that you probably been there as well. Um, and I just got a few, a few things to help me out. My immune systems, vitamin D. Yeah, a few bits and bobs to help me get back on top but ideally I also need to rest so <laughs> go to bed early girlfriend okay enough about me let's talk let's chat so at the beginning of this year I hosted a nutrition challenge just for people on my newsletter just a small group and I wanted to test a nutrition challenge that I'm going to host again in a couple of weeks 
ahead of opening my membership, Thrive, a nutrition and well-being membership that also have a self-development, has, sorry, a self-development side to it. And I wanted to try that challenge and, and test it and see the feedback. And I'm so happy I did because I learned so much myself from where you guys are, what you're struggling with. And one of the big things everybody was struggling with was how to compose that meal. Like literally, you know, and I think as a nutritional therapist and with all the experience I have now in terms of my own experience, how when I started my health journey and being more health conscious back in 2008, I mean, that's like 15 years ago. Now I forget that I myself was like, what am I supposed to put in my plate, you know? So that was a great reminder and a great way to connect with everybody and see where you guys are. So that's what we're going to talk about today, how to compose meals that will actually nourish you and what is a healthy meal really. Because again, like there's so much noise out on the internet. There's so much, so many trends and different informations and different thoughts and different schools and that I always will say this, go back to the basics, simplify things, simple will give you powerful results. Complicated will give you like headache. (laughs) Okay. If you're fine, you don't have any reasons to follow a specific type, like a specific diet. You know, of course you might be like, you know what? I eat a bit more healthy fat or I like having more protein because it makes me feel better. I'm an athlete. I'm this and that. But if you like me, And I kind of have like an everyday, everybody kind of life, like get up, go to work, which is my living room. (laughs) And, you know, I have my daughter and just like everyday's life. I don't need to eat something like very specific, very different. Now I have a sugar sensitivity, so I don't eat sugar as such. I try to keep it on the super, super low. And also I know my body, so I know things that work for me. But I wouldn't just get up and follow a keto diet because it's a trend. Like, I'm like, why would I do that to myself? Now, keto diet has been created for something specific, for specific people. Everybody jumped on it. It helped some people. But on the long run, what's the point of staying on that kind of diet? Like, I really, really don't believe in that. So for me, I think every time I worked with someone on one-on-one or in a group and they were confused, it was just too much noise. Come back. I think it's about coming back to the basics and simplifying things. So let's dive in. What needs to be on your plate to really make it a balanced meal? You need your complex carbs, your protein, your healthy fats, and the meal has to be rich in fiber and nutrients and have a flavor factor, right? Like you want to look at your meal and be like, oh, hell yes, I want to eat that because that's important. Now let's go over each element. So complex carbs, complex carbs, what are they? You've got two types of carbohydrates. You've got complex and simple carbs. Simple carbs release sugar super fast, right? When you have simple carbs, your blood sugar goes up super fast and then it comes down just as fast and you feel tired, you're exhausted and you need more sugar to go back up. Where complex carbs are slow release sugar, it's steady. So your blood sugar is steady and your energy levels is steady. You feel the same. You feel good. You feel energized. You're awake. You're alert. Where with the simple sugar, you eat it and you're like, <laughs> literally, yeah, yes, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm falling asleep on my desk. I need an oat latte with a bar or like a croissant or something or another 
to pick myself up or do you know what I mean? Or a coffee. Where in reality, if you opt for complex carbs, protein and healthy fats in your meals, you don't need any stimulants. You just want it because you like it. And that's where we want to be. We, we want to be in a point where we eat the foods. We need to eat foods, right? Because we need fuel. We need to function. But things like coffee, sugar, you have it because you want a bit of it. Not because your body desperately craves it. That's when there's a dysfunction. That's what we want to avoid, right? Have it because you want it. You want to enjoy it and enjoy it. Have your croissant. Have your freaking Nutella if you want. That every now and then, like, fine. It's not going to hurt you, you know. But if it's something you're desperate for, you have to have it three, four times a day, then we're in trouble. Then that means your blood sugar is not, is going up and down. We need to intervene, basically. So that's for the complex carbs. So what are complex carbs? We've got, you've got things like brown rice, quinoa, also root vegetables like carrot, parsnip, sweet potatoes, potatoes. These are com- complex carbs, right? And then with simple carbs, you want to think about added sugar, like things like white sugar, any type of sugar actually is a simple carbs, any type, including honey, including the good, quote unquote, the, the good sugar, anything that that is ultra processed or your chocolate bars, your pastries with extra chocolate and sugar coated on top, your donuts, <laughs> All these are simple carbs. So again, go for the complex carbs. Go for the foods that is going to sustain you. Then in our plate, we want protein, right? Why do we need protein? And I think protein is the the macro that most people, especially most women, miss in their plates. If I try to think about most women I've worked with on a one-on-one, especially when I look at the diet diary, because when we work on a one-on-one, the first thing I ask you is your diet diary, right? For three days, I want to see how you eat. And then we do the full, the full session. Most of the time I see things like for lunch, I see things like, oh, tomato soup or avocado and aubergine on toast oat milk porridge with fruits and I'm like where's the protein at that's why she's hungry that's why her skin is falling apart that's why she feels weak that's why she needs to use snacks every 10 minutes you need your protein protein is protein is essential it's essential for growth for children in particular but for us as well because for muscles bones but also for repair and at our age I mean mine 40 <laughs> you might be younger or older We need protein for repair, for DNA, for healing. It's a building block for our muscles, for our bones. It's so, so important. You cannot not skip protein. Like you can't skip it. And also when you have protein, you that's going to prevent you from wanting to snack. You're going to feel fuller. This doesn't mean because most of the time when I tell a client or a group or someone I'm teaching, you need to eat more protein. They're like, I am, I don't want to eat meat all the time. Protein, there's so like many types of protein, you know, your beans, your chickpeas, your like, there's just so much. So really, really important to incorporate protein in every single meal is including snack, like go for apple, dip it in almond butter, have some nuts. These are proteins. Yeah. Nuts are protein. So really, really in each meals, try to have some protein is so, so important. It's the building block of you, basically. <laughs> it's our building block. We are made of it, right? It's so important. Then we've got healthy fats. Now, healthy fats 
a lot of people are scared of healthy fats. Like they're scared of olive oil, avocado. Am I going to get fat? Is it? No, you're not going to get fat because you add a little drizzle of olive oil or you're having tahini or oily fish or eating chia seeds and flaxseed, all these good, good things. They're so important for your productivity, for your mood, for your skin, but also for your brain health. And more importantly, healthy fats help us lower inflammation. And most of us struggle with some type of inflammation, maybe not all the time, but at some point. Like for me at the moment, I'm, I feel so inflamed that literally having this sinusitis, obviously struggling with candida or anything gut related, it's, it's inflammation, you know, and then you've got all this stuff in your head and you feel it. And one of the symptoms, funny enough, that I had was a week ago when it started, my skin was on fire. And at first I thought, have I burned my skin with this vitamin C um, serum that I've used before many times, La Roche-Posay? I was like, I burned my skin. I was like, this is so odd. But basically it was the inflammation kicking off <laughs> with like, like, you know what I mean? And I was like, wow, it just felt so painful. So there are different, your body has different types, different ways, sorry, not different types, different ways of telling you, hello, something is coming up pay attention. <laughs> so do pay attention, right? But healthy fats are super, super important. We need them. Actually, the NHS recommend us to have oily fish twice a week and oily fish will bring you omega-3 fatty acids. So healthy fats are omega-3 fatty acids really, essentially. Okay. So we talked about complex carbs, protein, healthy fats, and why it is important to have each of them in your, in your plates. Now I'm going to give you some examples just so you have a little idea. So first of all, some healthy but not balanced meals, a tomato soup. Tomato soup is so popular. I don't know why. I actually don't really like tomato soup. I'm like, mm, what else do you have? <laughs> so a tomato soup is great, but what else is in there? Or like a broccoli soup. What is the soup made of? If it's just broccoli and broth, then that's not enough. You want to add Unless you can have that and then next to it you're having something else. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, you're having eggs or you're having your chickpeas and rice or something and like something else that has protein. It's not enough. So in that soup, if you just wanted to have the soup, maybe you'll have like, you'll add a couple of spoons of quinoa or you'll add some lentils. You'll add some lentils is great. You can have it with maybe a potato. You can add like, little bits of potatoes in there or sweet potatoes. You can also have um, a piece of sourdough toast to dip in there, but you need the protein. So you can add some butter beans, some lentils into that tomato soup. So plain tomato soup is not a meal. Another example for breakfast would be yogurt with fruits and granola. I know yogurt, some yogurt have protein in them, depending what you're having. But again, for most part, I don't think it's enough. I think you can do with adding a spoon of hemp seeds, for example, um, some almond butter, um, some nuts, things like that to pimp up your yogurt, add the fruits and the granola. Now, that example is meant to be healthy, but it's quite high in sugar, especially if your yogurt is sweetened. And I hope your yogurt is not sweetened. Just keep that unsweetened yogurt. You don't need that. Just use the fruit to sweeten it up. And then for granola, try to do your own or don't buy something that is sweetened. It's like really low in sugar. or Maybe it's like sweetened with like dates or something like that. Another example, oat milk, porridge and fruit. Now, I'm not going to go deep into oat milk. <laughs> 
because it's always a bit of a controversial one because so many people love oat milk and think it's healthy where it's like not that healthy, especially that famous brand that they use that shitty oil. And I'm sorry, guys, but you know, but oat milk, essentially what oat milk is, if you're having oat milk every now and then with your latte, do you know what I mean? It's absolutely fine. But for breakfast, if you have oat milk and porridge, Oat milk is oat juice, like it's blended oats, like it's the water of the oats. So it's just, and oats are like carbohydrates, simple carbs. It's double sugar. So with your porridge, you could have almond milk, unsweetened almond milk with the porridge and then fruits to sweeten it up and then add some nuts. If you don't like almond butter, cross some nuts, some hemp seeds, add some flaxseed and just make it super yummy. And if you want it like a little sweeter, you could, your fruits, like say you go with berries, you could warm up your berries quickly and it's gooey. So it releases a little bit more sugar and it's just so, oh, it's so yummy. Instead of just having oat milk, oat fruits, it's like sugar, 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 where is the protein? Where are the healthy fats? You know, you need those healthy fats for productivity throughout the day, for focus, for brain health, uh, for all the good things. So some examples of more balanced breakfast could be toast uh, with eggs or beans or lentils on toast with some veggies, or you can scrap the toast and use a sweet potato, a slice of sweet potato as as the toast or you can go, sometimes I go with veggies, like I love broccoli. I love a steamed broccoli with salt, olive oil, and some eggs. You can do anything, anything you want at breakfast. But remember this meal, breakfast is such an important meal in terms of, I know it's controversial because people are like, oh, am I supposed to have breakfast or not? I don't like having breakfast. Whether you eat at 8 a.m. or at 11, whatever you eat the first thing you eat is your breakfast because you're breaking the fast, right? We're just being fussy over names here. But if you haven't eaten anything and you're having coffee at 8 a.m. and that's it, that's your breakfast, right? Or you wait and at 11 a.m. you have the latte and the bar or straight into lunch. That's your breakfast. That's your first meal. You're breaking the fast, right? You're breaking the fast. Doesn't matter if you have it at 3 p.m. or whatever. You're breaking the fast. That's your first meal. That's your breakfast. So make it a good one. Make it one that's going to sustain the rest of the meals. And I'll do an episode just on breakfast um, if you want, because as you can tell, I'm a breakfast passionate. Uh, something else you can do, chia seeds overnight, again, with nut butter, fruits. You can use coconut milk for this. Coconut milk is dense, it's gooey, it's full of healthy fats. Yeah, these are some examples. Like if you like a sweet breakfast, which is not what I recommend, if I'm being honest with you. But again, I don't want this episode to drag. Uh, in terms of blood sugar and depending, depending who I'm working with, but for most part, I rarely recommend a sweet breakfast, right? And if I recommend a sweet breakfast, if I'm like, yeah, you're good, your hormones are okay, like blah, 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 you can have it. I always say make sure it's packed with healthy fats so it doesn't make your blood sugar goes up and down. Do it properly. A good yogurt and sweetens a nice like fruits and the nuts and the seeds. You know, you can do it properly. For lunch or like meals in general, brown rice and a lentil, coconut curries, nice, um, well-balanced chickpea salad with the chickpeas, loads of greens, other vegetables, roasted or not roasted. You can do a dressing with tahini for the healthy fat, or you can have some avocado. Again, with the tomato soup, add some lentils in there, drizzle of olive oil, add a sourdough toast or a bit of brown rice. 
don't be too scared of carbs, of complex carbs, because there's also that extreme, right? I've also worked with many people and even in my industry, you know, like we can really be extreme and hate like demonized food groups, like never eat carbs. Your brain needs the carbs. <laughs> Your brain needs the carbs. So eat the freaking carbs. Just eat the good one in a responsible quantity. I know sometimes it's hard. Like, and you're talking to a Togolese girl here. Like, I love rice. When I have rice, I have the whole pot. It's like, come on. <laughs> but I can't help it. I love rice, you know. But I'm not going to do that all the time or every day. Again, it's be responsible about it all. And last but not least, the fiber and the flavor. If you follow all the advice I've just given you, the fiber will be there. And the flavor is completely up to you. But I think... When we cook meals that have loads of flavor, we tend to eat them. We don't look at them and say, oh, God, this is so boring. I've listened to the podcast with that girl, Isabelle, and she was like, I've got to eat this and that and that. And oh, it's so blend. No, I'm just giving you a guidance. Put all the flavor, get it all out, get the herbs out, the olive oil, the whatever, the sauce, like make it taste amazing. Use the herbs, fresh herbs, dried herbs, go for it. And voila, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It was a short one. If you need more support, I am hosting a nutrition and well-being reset challenge starting Monday, March 11th. It's a free one. We're going to learn so much. You're going to learn to build your meals. You're going to have the community support. You're going to learn to find out what's good for your body and what isn't. And every day we have a new task. The tasks are so easy. They're so simple. Again, for me, it's all about simplifying things, going back to the basics, removing the nutrition overwhelm out of your life so you can just, just be, just live and not spend hours or even minutes every day thinking, what am I going to eat? Is this okay? I can't be bothered. Let me just do a takeaway. So come and join. The link is going to be in the show notes. The challenge will be 10 days long. And after that, I will be opening the doors for Thrive, the membership and the wait list is also the link will be in the show notes here. Again, if you don't want to do the challenge and you just want to be on the wait list for Thrive and see what it is about, put your name on the wait list. And um, that's it. If you have any questions, admin at isawelly.com. I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you for listening. And if you have any friends or family members that you think could do with today's episode and help them just go back to the basic basics sorry of nutrition make things really simple please send them this episode it will help them a lot and yeah we just want to support the people we love and help them elevate their health don't we thank you for being here if you enjoyed the episode don't forget to leave a review i'm so grateful for you bye bye <music>